what I just can't, I just can't stand. I, yeah, that's what I live for. Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> you make it sound like a bitch too much. <laughs> you don't. Just tell okay. me. What's up? When, when people touch me, don't yeah. touch me. That, yes. Like when we went and took pictures the other day. Yes. Yeah. Which, for, for y'all, um... The other day, y'all, Katie, yes, y'all, uh, you're welcome. It's all encompassing. <laughs> you all, uh, yuns, um, <laughs> if you want to get real southern. Um, we went and took pictures the other day, and the sweet little photographer was Katie's friend, Isabeau. Which is 10 out of 10 human being. Yes, agreed. Very lovely. I enjoyed her a lot. Um, she was like, okay, let's take some shots with each of you and then together. Yeah, and then, for to, to put the pictures on yeah, the website. Yeah, and then Katie was like, don't touch me. And I was like, what? And then for like the next umpteen yeah. pictures we took, yes. Isabel was like, all right, touch her. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. So I just spent the whole day like trying to be irritating and it was great. Like you... at the finally, uh, finally at the end, I think we took a picture where like my back was on your knee. Your hair yeah. was on my elbow. Yes. And then I just flipped it in your face for fun. And I got it, it got in my mouth. <laughs> there is there is saliva somewhere in your hair. It's fine. It is what it is. I mean, there's all that hair, so mm-hmm. it's, it's not like you could ever feel it. Bound to get in it, mm-hmm. so it's just it's yep. gonna happen. I got uh, in this order: um, a bug, food, and then it got in your mouth. So, like all in one. When day. did a bug get in your hair? Yesterday morning. Oh, before? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. When that did food a lot. get in your hair? When I ate breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> it just collects things. It just- <laughs> it's bad. Yeah, but it did look on point, though. Thanks! It's the it, big mane. And then you touched me. Yep. It was... Uh, yeah, you're fine. I don't know... You'll be okay. Why? Just don't, I don't know. Don't touch me. So people just have weird aversions to things. Mine's... Mm, no. It's fine. Mine is axe murderers, and yours is physical touch. It's fine. <laughs> I think everybody's <laughs> is just axe murderers. Unless you're the axe murderer, then you can't have an aversion to yourself. What happens okay. if two axe murderers meet each other... Like, and try to axe murder each other? Is it like a, like, professional courtesy? Like, oh, shit, man, I made a mistake. It's the Thunderdome. There can only be one. No. Oh, I see. No. What's that? What's that show? Highlander. Yeah, here we go. Mm -hmm. Highlander. Yeah, I'm old. I know what you mean. I watched it once. That was a great show. But here we are. Mm -hmm. It's good times. Yeah. I just hope we get enough pictures so we never have to do that again. I mean, I would like a Halloween special one. Where it's just, like, stupid can I just, costumes. Can I just be on the roof and then, like, everyone else down below and then we take a picture like that? I mean, yeah, I but, like, why? So you don't touch me. I mean, you'll be fine. I'd jump up <gasps> to the roof and, like, grab your ankle or some uh, shit. You'll be fine. It's it fine. is what it is. It's just... Yeah. It's gonna be okay. But... But our pictures are gonna turn out. Yes. Amazing. So, on that note, everybody, soon we will have... Hopefully by the time this comes out, we'll actually have an About Us section on the website. So you'll be able to, number one, see us, like what we actually look like, and then number two, be able to find us on social media if you so choose. So Because we're there. Mm-hmm, yeah. Because I, I have a Twitter. So. I unfortunately started a Twitter. <laughs> I hated it so much. You're welcome. Actually, I had it started, mm-hmm. and then I had to recover it. Oh, really? Yeah. Well. I have more of an Instagram for my 3D print shop, so. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. That's more fun for me. Because there's pictures, and Twitter's like. Stupid, dumb things. Well, I mean, you can text. do pictures on Twitter, but I am like 85 and really enjoy Twitter. So here we are. <laughs> I like it better than Facebook because uh, none of yeah, no. my old people that I know know how to use Twitter. So I'm like, oh, this is great. This Glorious. is just the youngins. It's the demographic that I only want to hear from. Exactly. So Not here old we are. people. Okay. So that's cool. Yeah. So hopefully Good by times. the time. We'll see. She, yeah. Isbo is a great human being. She's mm-hmm. been friends with me since the third grade. And Damn. yeah, and so I reached out to her. I was like, "Hey, yo, bitch!" And she's like, <laughs> "She's another person. I have no idea why she's friends with me." So I just was like, "Hey, you take pictures. You take pictures of me and Zoe, so we so we can do a podcast." And she was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Okay, cool, great." And then Thank I just you. harassed the shit out of her. Yeah, that whole time. <laughs> no, I think it was pretty good. Y'all kind of harassed each other, which was enjoyable. Yeah. And then every time I harassed you, it made her laugh. So yes. I was like, this is okay. I can get I can get into this. This is fine. I used to torture the shit out of her. Cool. In middle school? Yeah. Probably. Yeah, I would goose her. Like, do the whole, Why like, are you like this? That's I'm a, awful. I'm, a, I'm like, I'm low-key an asshole. Oh, huh, that's fair. And I'm, I'm high-key an asshole. So yeah, here you're, we are. you're just, yeah. I'm gonna mm-hmm. um, be low-key about it. Yeah, but. same. I love annoying people. That's yeah, same, same. That's what I live for. 
But you want to know what I live for? I'm about to when you tell me. Spooky, spooky haunted shit. That that is that is my lifeblood. That's what throws through my, flows through my veins. It's probably also why you don't sleep. Probably, actually, I think I'm allergic <laughs> to sleep. Just to be 100 percent honest with oh you. Oh my god! I had some fucking wild nightmares last night, man. Are like, you? Swear to God. Are you for wild, real? Yeah, wild nightmares. I'm I'm so sorry. Like, that's it's fine. It's, it's just <sighs> it's just gonna be part of the process now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it makes yeah. you feel any better, it was a it was a sleep with the door closed night yeah. last night for me. Fair. It wasn't light on. Mm-hmm. It was definitely door closed, though. Yeah. Yeah. Because this one's god-awful. Yeah, this one's rough for me, too. So let's see which one of us cries first. Because, like, the last episode got me real good. You were crying. I don't know why. Like, yeah. Black Eyed Kids scares me, number one. But then, like, the Amherst thing, like, I don't know why, but that one got me. I didn't like it. It's, yeah. Didn't like it at all. All this shit is rough. Yes. So... Uh, that being the case, let's flip the coin. I'll flip the coin. Flip the coin to Reno. What you want? Uh, tails this time. Land it on heads. I go first. Ha ha ha. Tell me, what's your topic this week? So, I, Katie mm-hmm. Groves, mm-hmm. for the listeners. Oh, yeah. Hi. Hello, Katie Groves. You're Zoe. Yeah, I'm Zoe Knowlton. Hi. I'm Katie. Hello. Hi. My topic for the week, mm-hmm. for this episode, Okay. is Harold the Doll. Nope. Now, I'm going to give a disclaimer, because a lot of people don't like Harold the Doll. Yeah. And it's it's big demon. Like, this is a demon doll. So if you are not about that, you don't want to hear this, I'm, this is your out to either... No, because yours is about a demon box, too. Mm. Right? It's about something demon-related. Yes. We're doing haunted objects this week. Yes, we're doing haunted, haunted objects on this podcast episode. Yeah. So if you are if you if you just cross the line of demons, this is your this is your warning. Yeah. And your you pulled pull the plug. Okay. Everyone else go here? Great. So uh this is this is also going to be a two parter. Oh. First two parter. I've already yes, I've already dictated this last night as a two parter because of two reasons. One, I got so upset mm-hmm. doing the research for this, I had to stop. Mm. I could not do it. Oh Jesus. Um I was listening to another podcast, and that's why we drink. Mm-hmm. Great, great, podcast. great podcast. I I love those people. They are amazing. Ten out of ten human beings. I was listening to another podcast as I was getting my notes ready, and I got to a point where I knew. And the second reason why it's going to be a two parter is because there was a book mm-hmm. that the owner published about the doll. Oh damn! So my research had to stop where the book picks up, and because okay. I do not have said book. And I could not get said book in in time and read mm-hmm. it. I have to do this as two parts. Okay. That's reasonable. So they started to talk more into the book. And I actually had to pull the... I, I couldn't listen anymore. It was upsetting me so badly. Oh, I had to stop. So there will be a second part to this that is just absolutely wild. I just don't know when I'm going to be okay enough to buy that book, read it, and then talk about it. Fair enough. Because what I have now is also pretty rough. Okay. So with that, let's get started. Okay, my body it. is ready. Oh, are you, are you sure? I, I just had a lot of pizza, so maybe not. If you make me throw up, I'm going to be mad. Yeah, because it was a $6 pizza, and yeah. it was really good. It was delicious. It was great. Okay. So the history of the doll. The first whereabouts all started in Florida. A father, 60 years ago, mm-hmm. bought about 60 years ago. That's always years or tricky. A father bought his son a doll when he was born. Okay. Right? So, like, a newborn, you buy a baby doll for a baby. Mm -hmm. Under mysterious circumstances, the son died two years later. Fuck off. No. Already? Yep. Jeez. Okay. It's just coming out of the gate swinging. All right. So, the son passed away. Mm Mm-hmm. The father kept the doll in the deceased son's room. You know, Mm kind of, like, keep this room to mourn, do that process. Mm Mm-hmm. But from the room, from the son's room, they would hear laughter and crying. I hate that. So they would always go to the son's room, and of course, there would be nothing there. Right. But they would also witness the doll sing and dance, apparently. What the fuck? And they didn't throw it in a fucking fire? They tried, actually. So we're getting there. So there's always rumored that the doll, uh, the doll's eyes move. 
I don't like that. So if it doesn't like a person, it'll give like the person side eye or the doll's eyes are actually blue, but sometimes they appear black. Okay. And then some people have also said that they've seen the mouth of the doll move like it's talking. Don't like that either. So it's it's a rough one. Right. No, so ready. So the father brings the doll to a priest, which the priest mm-hmm. confirms that it is possessed mm-hmm. by something. Mm-hmm. Obviously a demon. Right, right, yeah. There's, so, there's nothing good ever in dolls. Annabelle taught me anything. Annabelle? Oh, we're getting there. We're gonna do Annabelle. Blech. They're all there. Oh, I'm, like, dreading reading this because this is, me up. this is terrible. I hate... This one got me so upset. Bro, so, I'm already scared of dolls. Like, anything you tell me, I'm probably gonna cry because, like, dolls are my one fear. Oh, is it? Yeah. Like, like, dolls and clowns are my one fear. Like, John Wayne Gacy is the worst murderer to me because he's a fucking clown. Oh. That wasn't Gacy. I don't... I mean, I don't know, so I'll let you ponder that. It's fine. I can get back to me. Okay. So was it that murderer? No. No, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll Google it later. It's fine. So when the father brought the doll to the priest and the priest said it is a possessed doll, mm. the priest advised to burn the doll. Mm-hmm. And it did not burn. No. No matter what they did, the doll did not burn, and that's why it looked as fucked up as it is. It's like missing fingers, that's why it's burnt and charred, and its head's all weird, and its eyes are all fucked up. So not only is it a possessed doll, now it looks fucked up, and it's kind of falling apart. I don't like that. So, for 60 years, this old, this guy, this father, mm. put the put the doll up in the mm-hmm. shed, and the possession, the, the, the manifestations, that shit stopped, right? Okay. 60, so 60 years into the future, he went to a flea market and sold it. What a dick. So, well, well, hang on, hang on. So he sold it, uh-huh. and the guy bought it, whatever. But the father warned the guy, hey, oh, okay, it's cursed, like, I couldn't sell it to you without telling you, like, blah, 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 shit, it's gonna happen. That's, oh, thank God for that. That's, that's the one time... That it's known to be sold and moved around. Okay, okay. So a little a little history is lost with the doll. So it reappears mm. in 2003 okay. on eBay no. by a gentleman named Greg. Fuck eBay, dude. eBay's a shit place. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, my God. But, but as, as shitty as it is, this guy also did a shit thing where he, list, he got a hold of Harold the Doll, listed it as Harold the Doll, and said it was a haunted doll. And that it's doing stuff, mm-hmm. and he, like, posted YouTube videos. I couldn't okay. find those, but was trying to sell this doll. Well, this woman named Kathy uh-huh. wanted the doll. Right, because some people just, like, haunted bullshit Yeah, dumb. So when she bought it, Greg emailed her and was mm-hmm. like, hey, I want you to know that it's a joke. Like, I wanted to um, over-publicize it. To get monetary value for it. Oh. So he would he he was like, it's not haunted, it's not real. Even though it is, he didn't think like he got it under the pretenses that it was haunted, but uh-huh. he sold it as like it's haunted. Ooh. Kind of bullshit. That's really shitty. Yeah, so when Kathy got it, she she won the eBay bidding mm-hmm. and Greg did message her and was like, Hey, it's a joke. Like, it's not actually really haunted. Uh what a duck. It's not a big deal. So she was like, I don't care. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep rolling with that. Like right. I'm gonna keep rolling with the fact that it's haunted. However, she realized very quickly that the doll is actually cursed. Yeah, it's, it's legitimately haunted. She was living in Ireland at the time in Dublin, mm. and the doll didn't move on its own or anything, she said. However, it contributed to two deaths within a six month period. Jeez. And some other weird stuff. Happened around her house. Zero to fucking 4,000. Yes. A friend of hers, which was notably a very healthy person, that she wanted to make a point of that, was living with them at the time. And he was in the same room that the doll was stored in the closet. Yeah. Right? He developed lung cancer and died a few weeks later. What the fuck? Yeah. Just, yeah. Another woman who was, like, also, like, a friend of the healthy person Mm -hmm. that got the lung cancer, she came over to Kathy's house and said that she wanted to see the doll. No. She did. And some time later, she fell down a flight of stairs and died instantly. Fuck. Yes. No. So people people die around this doll. So that's that's a theme that's going to keep happening. Or they get sick. She also heard a crash in the bathroom. When she went to the bathroom to go investigate what the hell went on, she found all of her towels and linens had fallen out of her closet and were perfectly 
folded and stacked on the floor. No. Yes. No. No. Yes. I mean, at least it moved her laundry in stacks, I guess. I I have no redeeming thing I don't. Here. I don't know if her stuff was, like, unfolded and just, like, shoved in the linen closet or, like, her stuff was folded and just kind of, like, scooted out and dropped on the floor. I don't know. It just said her stuff was still perfectly folded and stacked. I hate it. On the floor. I hate it. It was awful. I hate that. So in 2004, she relisted the doll, saying it was actually cursed as shit. Hmm. Like, it's fucking awful. The one great guy's a weenie. Yes. So this other gentleman named Anthony, who is a paranormal investigator and he claims to be a medium, purchased the doll, which he still has today. Oh. Which is funny because he actually got into a bidding war with somebody over the doll and he paid $750 for it. Holy shit. Yes. I wouldn't pay that much money for a haunted object. Fuck no. So, well, it's made him that money back, so. Oh, well, yeah. Fair. Because he's written a book about it. Oh, hence the book. Hence the book. So, when Anthony, Anthony purchased it all Mm -hmm. under the pretenses that it is cursed, he was going to run EMF, not P, I put P in my thing, EMF readings on it and uh, do EVP sessions on it. Mm -hmm. So, that was his whole intention of buying this cursed doll. So. When he first got the doll, Kathy actually reached out to him and was like, I will give you your money back if you yeet that thing into the ocean. Because she felt bad that she actually sold it. She's well, I mean, like, yeah. she's like, I, she's like, I'll refund you. And she right. goes, I really wish I threw that thing in the ocean. Yeah, the better thing would have been to just encase the motherfucker in concrete and then just drop it. And then, yeah. Over the Mariana Trench. Like, we're good. Just, bye. No, absolutely not. So he said no. He said he's going to keep it. He's going to keep doing, got just what doing sessions doing. on it. So he brings in a second medium named April. So she, okay. he likes when she does reading on things that she doesn't know anything about, but apparently mm-hmm. she knew a little bit about the doll. So he was like, eh, all right, I'll still let you do it. So mm-hmm. lets her do it. So she's doing her impressions on the doll. She's kind of like giving off what she's feeling, all, all that stuff. And she tells Anthony she has to stop, that she cannot do it anymore. Oh. Because when he originally did his uh, EMF and EVP mm-hmm. sessions with the doll, he said he wasn't getting anything. He okay. Just nothing was coming up. It wasn't responding. wasn't getting anything weird. The needle mm-hmm. wasn't going off on the thing. So when she did it, he was recording it. He okay. was recording. So he was recording the whole session. So as she's going into it, probably a couple minutes, he, she's like, I can't do this anymore. So he's like, what? So she goes on to explain that she felt like the doll wanted to kill her and she said she has a heart murmur and it feels like someone is squeezing her heart. She, she says she feels the doll is trying to squeeze her heart. Tiny little doll hands? Not with fucking tiny get out. Shit. No nope. hands. So he didn't believe what she was saying for some re- weird reason. So he was just like, all right, well, if you want to stop, that's fine. So he goes back and listens to the EVP session. Oh, Jesus. And before... He started the whole session with April. He doused the doll with holy water. Smart. So when he went back on the EVP session, he could hear agonizing screaming. Fuck off. No. Yes. I just got some big chills. Yeah, I got a little goosebumps there. So whenever he did that, April asked jokingly, like, did you just spray the doll with holy water? Yeah. To which... The recorder picked up, shut up, bitch. Jesus Christ. This guy, this little doll's like fucking vulgar, right? I mean, same, but damn. Later, he heard, I'm going to kill you, you bitch. Right. Right after that, April Ooh. says, I feel like this doll's trying to kill me. I don't like it. And then he heard laughter. Nope. On the EVP. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. So. Take it away. After people who investigating the doll and Ant- and also Anthony, so Anthony's mm-hmm. investigating it, he's letting people come in. He's having, and these other people are having terrible visions. Yeah. They're being hurt. Like, they're being clawed, scratched, pinched, whatever. doesn't matter. They're having explosive migraines and extreme mm-hmm. back pains. Anthony said that he was watching people get hurt in front of him, and he himself got hurt and required surgery. Jesus. So in 2005, he locked the doll away. In Fucking a, in good. In a storage unit. He just was like, nah, I can't anymore. No. Locks it away. Mary in a trench, that motherfucker. Uh. <laughs> I'm done. No. But he wasn't. Because in 2013, when videos started to be more yeah. popular in that area, there was a video that talked about Harold the doll. 
And a lot of it had misinformation about the doll and, mm-hmm. and especially its whereabouts. So Anthony found this found this video, saw it, saw that there was a lot of misinformation and where it was. So he took the doll out of storage, took a picture, and posted it. Okay. Oh. And announced that he is the current owner of the doll. Okay. So he kept bringing in different mediums. No, sorry. Different mediums kept contacting him. Okay, after he posted the picture? Yes. So people, mediums were seeing this doll, since it's now being blown up all over the internet, and they kept reaching out to him saying that Harold was visiting them. Oh, fuck. Saying that Harold was pissed for being locked up for so long, and that he's angry that you've had him for so long and have not helped him. I wouldn't fucking hold him. Mediums, like, out. Like, not even near him. I hate that. No. It's something to be noted that when I'm talking about these mediums, it is not people that are near him. I'm not quite sure where he's located. I think he's in Florida, I want to say. I can't really remember. But he's in the U.S. I do know that. So it makes his way back to the U.S. These are mediums all over the world. In the book that I I got to a certain, there was a certain point that I was able to get to. Mm Mm-hmm. Or I think that I listened to that he gets a medium in Australia mm-hmm. to deal with the, the doll. Fuck so that. no. So that's how terribly present this doll is. Oh, so I do have this in here. Aha. So another woman reached out from Australia who has a son that is six that is clairvoyant. No. So he would get visions of stuff that would be related to Harold the doll and then would send them to Anthony. No. So in part two, I'll talk about more. About the adventures that this clairvoyant and other mediums send Anthony on okay. to go learn about the doll. Because Anthony is just, I guess that's nothing else. But he's, I shouldn't say he has nothing else better to do. Para- paranormal is his life. He writes yeah. books about paranormal and stuff like that. So his, mm-hmm. this is what he does. This right. Is, this is his bread and butter and jam. So there, there's Harold the ghost, right? Mm. Now... The clairvoyant, the little boy, yeah, says that there are also two girls that he thinks that are probably related to Harold and the doll. Okay. And also believes that there's another little boy in the doll that has no relationship to anything. Okay. And there is a demon in the doll. Oh. Now, the clairvoyant made it a point to say the demon doesn't haunt the doll, but owns it. I don't like that. What does that mean? I don't know what that means, and I don't like it. The, there's a demon that owns the doll, so so mm. that's that kind of goes a little bit more into the book. So we'll do that in a part. We're going to cover part two because that mm-hmm. that they the clairvoyant sends, like I said, Anthony on journeys, and it just gets out Wild. of it gets out of control, and that's where I had to just pull the plug and stop listening because I couldn't okay. I could not do it anymore. So when I get to a better point, mm-hmm. I will purchase the book and okay. then we'll do part two and we'll keep we'll keep going on with that clairvoyant because him because Anthony and the clairvoyant actually become buddies uh-huh. and they start doing more with the doll. Okay. So if anyone tried to help Anthony or made fun of the doll, the demon would punish them. Oh, that's cool because here I have been sassing the whole time. Oh shit! I meant to tell you that. No, that's cool. Damn. I mean, don't worry about it. It can only hurt so bad for so long. Yeah. So it's it's. Oof. A woman who came and saw the doll, she was not talking good things about the doll because uh-huh. it was burnt and fucked up. She, 30 seconds later, started coughing up blood. Whoa! Some have been, I think I already said this, have been pinched, scratched, and suffered yeah. from explosive headaches if they're near the doll. Anthony, when he put the doll up, he said that he was suffering from back pain so bad. Yeah. Two guys, okay, so whenever Anthony published the doll back in mm-hmm. 2013 he came in contact with a mutual person who got them on got the doll on ghost adventures with yeah. zachary Bakelbites. okay so two guys watching the ghost adventures episode that mm-hmm. does feature harold the doll they made fun of harold no one of the guys had a ruptured larynx and the other one Jesus. developed diverticulitis fuck. yes what the fuck so like Makes you develop diseases, makes you die, makes you, like, All sorts super of bad fucked stuff. up. And even the book goes on to say, like, even more people are affected. I think, yeah, so Anthony has a website that you can actually contact him and tell him, hey, Harold's, I think Harold's doing this and this and this to me, and can you please help? And he will yeah. actually sprinkle holy water on the doll for you. 
That seems so like because it's such a worldwide yeah thing. Apparently, that's crazy. Well, I mean, to be fair, I think if somebody's like super bad mouth and Harold, and then they start getting hurt, like it seems counterintuitive to me for him to sprinkle holy water because I feel like it would just piss it off more. But so part two will go into okay more of. Anthony's interactions okay. with the doll. Okay, so that'll help me understand a little bit. Yeah, so it'll it'll go into okay. how because the doll eventually does start talking to him. Oh, and he eventually does. He starts to hear it himself. Yeah. He gets he gets mediums and clairvoyance and oh, uh, what is the other auto writers? Mm-hmm. Yeah, to communicate with the doll and it's just zero to a fucking million. And, okay, and when he gets to the auto, it's that's not what it's called. But the automatic pe- writing yeah. is what it is. Yes, yeah. yes. So he, he finds a guy to do that, and it just, that's when I had to turn it off, and I was like, okay. I can't fucking deal with this. So That's intense. Yes, that's, I do want to read it, but it's going to be a slow burn. It's going to be a Super hard time. fucking slow burn. So a woman claimed the doll was not haunted, and she was scratched from her stomach to, to the middle of her back, like all the way around. Just, and when I say scratch, it's not like, it's not like a little bitty red mark. It's like big. It's big. Big, big, big. That's terrifying. A medium that was brought in to do a episode, do a yeah. session yes. with the doll, had teeth marks nope. appear on her hand. That makes me nauseous. I they don't like that. matched the teeth don't marks. Don't tell me that. To that of the doll. <laughs> like it's the same size as the doll's mouth. I told you I don't like dolls. That's not okay. That's scary. So this one, this one, this one, this one. Anthony's, What's worse than that? Anthony's friend came over and talked bad about the doll. Because he's she was like, why the fuck do you have a doll, Anthony? That's creepy. What kind of friends does Anthony have? Dumb ones. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure he's not like, oh, don't make fun oh, of yeah, the doll. Oh, yeah, okay, fair. So, Anthony's friend came over and talked bad about the doll, as everyone mm-hmm. does, because it's the poor doll's been burnt, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. When she left, Anthony heard a voice say, check on her. He called... His friend, she had mm-hmm. just left the house, so this yeah. is immediately right after she leaves. So he he calls her, mm-hmm. and she was sick. Yeah, she came down. What she said felt like the flu. She right. was like, "I want to vomit," like not feeling good, like hard flu symptoms. Uh-huh. He hung up the phone and he told Harold, "You cannot be hurting people I care about uh-huh. because he's like, I'm taking care of you. You cannot hurt people I care about." Yeah, he heard the voice again in his head say. Okay, she's all right now. Anthony calls her back, and she's perfectly fine. No. I don't think I've ever, like, fear frozen. That's what that was. That's what that Fuck was. Fuck off. Your face no. was great. That, no. So. I hate it. I also watched the Ghost Adventures episode, and then that's as far as I got. So. Okay. The Ghost Adventures one was actually pretty cool. So they got their hands on Harold the doll. Anthony wasn't there. Mm-hmm. But they warned. Anthony told Zachary to be careful with the doll because it's it's right arm. Yeah. It says in the episode it's left arm, but if, if it's anatom- anatomically it's it's right. Mm-hmm. That the arm was gonna fall off. Okay. So that was that was a note that they told them ahead of time. So yeah. be they, gentle. To be yeah. So they took the doll to a psychic and she stated that there were five ghosts inhabiting the doll, which okay. is also the same amount that the clairvoyant also right. said. So she was talking about things that were about the doll and then mm-hmm. about because they went to doll island yeah and they brought harold there too mm-hmm. which was weird and she also she also said that the doll island was a positive place of energy mm-hmm. which is fucking creepy to me because why is the doll yeah. island positive well, dolls to me are terrifying but here we are right here we are we'll so do that one day i think the dolls were we, we will do doll island one day but i think that the doll, the dolls were for good intent, mm-hmm. so maybe that's why it was yeah, a positive were, energy. Uh, I think they were left there for good intentions. Yes. So they were told that bringing Harold there was a bad energy, and mm-hmm. so shit was going to go down. Right. It wasn't going to be a positive experience. No, it was not. So she also warned them whoever owns the doll needs to be careful of the manifestations because it would make them sick. Oh. Which has been the constant theme of anybody coming in contact with the doll is they yeah. get sick and die. So she, this clairvoyant was in Mexico City, didn't know a thing about the doll, but knew everything about the doll. Like right. everything that has come up later after the show or even yeah. before the show, she brought up. She knew. So whenever they got done with the psychic session, Zach found three little bruises on his bicep. No. Mm-hmm. 
So it was on the same arm that Anthony told Zach, this is the arm that's falling off. Please be careful. And Zach was the only one that picked up the doll and touched it. Oh, that's cool. Ah, that's, that's nice. That's nice. That's reassuring. Were they like little baby finger sizes? Like Oh, yeah. They, the were, they were like, like if you took like the pads, the tippy pads of your fingers and then just press them really hard in. I hate it. That's what they looked like. But like baby size. Baby, oh, baby doll size. There were like three that. little three little dots. Nope. And he was like, I didn't do anything. He's like, I didn't touch anything with my bicep. And it was in a weird spot that like, yeah. like what did you hit your bicep on? So mm-hmm. he's like, I didn't do anything. But so that was their their claim to fame on that part. So one one little snippet that I caught mm-hmm. from the episode, then I was like, all right, hard. I'm done. I cannot do this anymore. They went to Doll Island in the middle of the night to do their investigation. Yeah. Zach went to go take Harold out of the bag. Mm-hmm. Like, they were just like, are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? And so finally, he's like, all right, I'm going to do it. So they're standing mm-hmm. in the middle of the hut with all these dolls on the wall. Mm-hmm. And right as he goes to do it, two cats start screaming. Oh. Just start fighting, screaming, howling, and everything. They weren't seen, mm-hmm. but you could definitely hear them. Right. And then, of course, Zach freaks out and takes right. off running. And then it leaves Aaron standing there, which yeah. is always. Every time. Every time. No, so, but Zach is like me and is also terrified of dolls. So, like, I can understand. I wouldn't even go in there, te- bro. He's terrified of dolls. Yeah, I wouldn't even fucking go in there. Yeah. I wouldn't be like, this is a good idea. Like, no, nope. thank you. So, right as, as soon as the cats stop screaming, mm-hmm. one of the older dolls that are mm-hmm. hanging on the wall starts laughing. Nope. Doing its baby laugh. Nope, those bitches don't have batteries. I guarantee you. Nope. And... It was interesting because Aaron, there we go. Mm-hmm. Aaron said it was coming from a doll that didn't even have a body. It was just like a headless. Fuck off. Nope. So, or a bodiless. So he, it was, it was said, they later said that they couldn't figure out which one it was, but Aaron was like, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure it's this one that doesn't even have a body. I don't like that. And it was laughing at them. Nope. So when they went to go take Harold out, that's what happened. Yeah, no, dolls, doll, nope. Mm-mm. And that's, yep, so I, I pulled the cord on that, and then I read a little bit more on the Anthony situation mm-hmm. and heard her a little bit more on the podcast, and I said, okay. nope, I am I am done. And yeah. I pulled the plug, and I do, so I'll get the book, we'll do a part two. But it was interesting, though, because I was trying to just, just scrape mm-hmm. the whole internet, trying to figure out what I could before I got the book, and ended up listening to, and that's why we drank. Mm-hmm. So I was listening to those two talk about it because they did an episode on it and m i want i want to tell you what happened because because i did all that and then i or researched all this and then i went Mm -hmm. and listened to their podcast and just because i wanted to see what they had to say about it before i spent money that it would actually be worth it right so m was upstairs so they were at christine's house while they were finishing up the notes they started to feel really sick no like they didn't understand like they felt like they were going to vomit. So M took off to the bathroom, but they didn't throw up. They felt a little bit better. So M uh-huh. came out of the bathroom. And when they did, M said that they watched the painting. No. Of the do- of the dog, I think they have. Geo, yeah. Yes. That's upstairs where M was doing their notes. Come up off the nail on the wall and then crash on the floor. I hate it. I hate it. So... M was screaming for Christine, and Christine and Eva was also downstairs, never heard M yelling for them. That doesn't surprise me So somehow. it was interesting to hear that M was also getting sick while doing mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I, I was straight, like, I never get nauseous from, like, being, ner- like, anxious. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm a little nauseous right now, dude. I've had, like, weird skin pricklies. Like, I'm not... It sucks. Haunted dolls freak me out so bad. So bad. That's why I was like, I need to stop and do yeah. a part two. So I just made that made that choice. Said I'll come back to this, but I don't know when. Okay. And that's totally fine with me because I have had <sighs> enough spookening for the day. Yeah. I'm, I'm well, we, good. No, I mean, you haven't because we got to talk about yours. Well, yeah, it's less spookening in now. Now oh, that I've heard yours. Now? Okay. I think it's less spookening. Okay. Because you were, you were very adamant that yours yeah, was spooky. It is. It's very spooky. I, I'm not the biggest fan of it, but here we are. Cool. Um, so tell me what you, so, Zoe, are going to talk about. Yes. So I, Zoe, I'm going to be going over the Dybbuk box, which is another haunted object. Dybbuk? Dybbuk. D-Y-B-B-U-K. Okay. So this box is a very spooky box. Most of what I have is actually documented through an eBay inquiry 
funnily what? enough. What? <laughs> Swear. Oh, is that why he said eBay's a shit place? Yeah, eBay's a fucking trash heap. Okay. This guy that the story starts out with, his name is Kevin Manis. Okay. So Kevin is a small business owner in Portland, Oregon. Fucking Kevin's. Okay. Fucking Kevin, all right? Classic Kevin right here. <laughs> <laughs> so Kevin owns a small business where he restores and sells furniture. He goes to an estate sale in 2001 in Portland and finds this beautiful little wine cabinet, decides to buy it, and then restore it for his mother as her birthday present. Oh my god, that's so nice. Right? Isn't that Kevin, cute? Kevin loves his mommy. <laughs> Kevin's a sweet boy. Oh. So he approaches the woman who is running the estate sale, mm-hmm. ends up getting in a conversation with her. Oh, good. So it's a already pre-haunted wine Oh, yeah, of course. Okay, because the state sale means somebody died. Oh, God. Okay, go mm-hmm. ahead. So the woman who died was the girl that he was talking to. It was her grandmother. Okay. She died at 103. Ooh. Her name was Hivalia. What a name. She's a Holocaust survivor. Oofka. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So Hivalia had grown up in Poland, married, had children, and was taken into one of the concentration camps. Mm. She was the only family member to survive the camp. So her parents, brothers, sister, husband, two sons, and a daughter were all killed. She survived by escaping with some other prisoners and making her way to Spain. So fucking 10 out of 10 for her. Like, she was able to escape. That's huge. That that is a harrowing story to me. Yes, that's amazing. In Spain, she came across the wine cabinet. It was one of the only three things that she brought with her to the U.S. when she immigrated here. Okay. It was the wine cabinet, her steamer trunk, and then a sewing box were the only things that she brought. Okay. Okay. Kevin ended up buying the wine cabinet, some other furniture, and I think he got the sewing box too. And he approached the granddaughter who said, oh, I see you got the Dybbuk box. When Kevin asked what she meant. What? He continued, or she continued with, grandma kept it out of reach in her sewing room and called it a Dybbuk box. Whenever I asked what was in it, she would spit three times through her fingers and say Dybbuk, or another Hebrew word that I'm going to butcher, uh, that's uh, Keslam. That's the only time I'm going to say it, so here we are. Okay. Then she would follow it up with never ever open it. So open it. <laughs> so we're going to open it? Uh, that's where our story begins. Yes. The granddaughter said that her grandmother asked for the box to actually be buried with her when she died, but that's actually against Orthodox Jewish burial traditions, Oof. so her wishes were not honored. That sucks. Yes. So now there's, now Zachary Bagel Bites has that box. 20 bucks. 20 bucks. He has that box. Nice. Yeah, he does have that box. Okay, uh, that's a good guess. Uh, Kevin asked if she knew what a dibbick was, and the granddaughter had no idea, so naturally he asked if she wanted to open it with him. <gasps> She said, no. Okay. No. Fuck no. Hard no. <laughs> no. Um, that's a firm no for me, fam. That's a big pass. <laughs> After talking to her for a little bit longer, he actually offered to let her keep the wine cabinet, assuming that it was probably something that had sentimental value to her, mm. since it was with her grandmother the whole time she knew her grandma. The granddaughter became very insistent, saying, no, 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 no. You bought it. You can't give it back. It's haunted. I fucking knew it. <laughs> After further insistence on Kevin's part, she became really upset and just kept repeating the same thing. And then she started to cry and said, you bought it. You can't return it and walked off. The, the wine case. Mm-hmm. The wine cabinet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. But not the divot box. That's the same. One and the same. So the wine cabinet that he bought yes. is the divot box. Oh. I'll show you a picture of it. Okay. Yeah. So, um... It was just a wine cabinet, he assumed, but after talking to the granddaughter, she was like, hi, you bought the Dybbuk box. And he was like, what the fuck okay, is that? Okay, that's the connection I did not. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're fine. The way I read it, it didn't really connect super well. So after she stormed off, Kevin's like, oh, eh, she's probably just grieving because she just lost her grandmother. Right. Like, she's going through a lot. Not a big deal. So he took his stuff and left trying to be respectful. After bringing it to his shop, because, you know, I said he's a small business owner. That's right. He's going to restore and give it to his mom. Uh-huh. He puts it down in the basement where his workshop is, and uh, then the <laughs> upper floor is, like, the, the showroom. Okay. He leaves to go do some errands. Not a big deal. Okay. 30 minutes later, he gets a phone call from his salesperson. Okay. She said, you need to get here right now. I cannot get out of the building. Someone is in here. Oh, oh no. I hear all of the lights breaking. What the f- Glass is breaking. 
and screaming is all I hear from downstairs. You need to get here right now. Oh, I'm crying. I'm crying. Here it comes. All right. Oh. Kevin starts to tell her to call the police and his phone dies. What the f- Uh-huh. So he's driving. Fuck no. So <laughs> You're I'm, actually crying. I'm actually fucking crying. I told you it was bad. Oh my God. I told you it was bad. So Ugh. his phone dies. Are you crying? No, I'm okay. fine. I'm crying. I've read this so many times now. Um, so he is, he's driving back in his eBay correspondence. He said he was easily going 100 miles an hour trying to get there because he thought someone was in the building with her. Right. She couldn't get out. They locked her in. So he shows up. And he can still hear glass breaking. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. So he goes in. The gate to the business is locked. He unlocks that, goes in, goes in the front door, looks for his sales lady. She's on the ground in the fetal position sobbing. Yeah. And he's like, I'll be right back. Runs down the stairs. All the lights are broken. He can't see anything. So he has to get a flashlight. Then he's looking around. That's a, that's a no for me, fam. That's a big fucking no. So... The first thing that he re- he remembers when he gets downstairs is the overwhelming stench of cat urine. That's the first Disgusting. thing that hits him. What? There's never been cats down there. There's never been any sort of animal kept in his workshop basement thing ever. Okay. So cat urine right in his face. So he gets a, fl- <laughs> he gets a flashlight <laughs> and he sees all of the light bulbs in the building on the in the basement. Yes, were broken on the ground. So. There were nine incandescent, like, those sodium bulbs. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, they had been broken at the socket. Okay. So, like, the little metal socket piece was, was still, still in, in but the glass was all broken. It was on the floor. There were ten of those long tube lights mm-hmm. that were smashed on the ground. There was not a light left in this place. Damn. He goes back upstairs. Like, he looks for an intruder. There's one entrance to and from the basement. Just one, which is where he is. He can't see anybody. There's nobody in there. If somebody ran out, he would have seen them because that's the only way in. Right. As he was running downstairs, he heard the lights still breaking. Yes. Okay. Okay. So he goes upstairs to talk to his salesperson and see what the hell happened. She's still in the fucking... She left. (gasps) She'd worked for him for two years and never came back. Which, I mean, I don't really blame her. I don't fucking blame her. I would have been like, bye. Uh, See you later. So in his (sighs) own words, then... Things got worse. What the fuck do you mean? Uh-huh. What Just the wait, f- bro. Just wait. Brushing how, off his experience. How is mine creepier? Okay, well, I mean, so like, he didn't connect in his brain. Because this is the first day that he's had this thing. He didn't connect. Oh, some, he doesn't believe in the paranormal stuff at this, mo- this point <laughs> in time. Like He's like, eh, I don't know what just happened. That's really weird. And then that's it. Like, he doesn't connect it to the wine case at all. Right. You brought home a fucking demon box. Okay. He hasn't even opened this fucking thing yet. Oh, good. Oh, oh, oh. Shit's happening in the box. Right. (laughs) Brushing it off, he decides to start working on the cabinet to restore it for his mom. It's been a couple of days. He goes downstairs, uh, starts working on it. He ends up finding a secret compartment containing some things. So... On the the wine... Mm -hmm. Yeah, like he opened up the big doors and the way (laughs) it was explained is it's kind of like a puzzle box... So he opened those two front doors. I'll show you a picture of it so you can understand my hand gestures, which none of our listeners can see. So when you open up those front doors, there's like a small little compartment underneath that would like click open and you could pull out. Okay. So it was like a little drawer. Okay. So in that drawer, he finds a secret compartment with a U.S. wheat penny from 1929. Okay. A U.S. wheat penny from 1925. Okay. A lock of blonde hair tried tied with a string. Oh, don't like that. A lock of black and brown hair the f- bound with some string. The fuck? A small granite statue with shalom carved onto it, mm. which is peace in Hebrew, for those of you that don't know. I didn't know that, so thank you. You're good. One dried rose, one golden wine cup. Ooh, fancy. And a black iron candle holder with octopus legs, which I don't really understand. She, but she got that in Spain, right? Mm-hmm. What the fuck is Spain doing over there? Okay. That's what he was told, as it was in Spain. He saved all of those things with the intention of returning them to the family, but they refused. <laughs> They're like, no, we're good, thanks. I don't want any of that shit. Thanks, but no thanks. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. So he got the cabinet fixed up how he wanted it, mm-hmm. like, ready to present for his mother. So on her actual birthday, um, he they had plans, and he was going to show it to her, but then he... Uh, got a call from her that his sister was actually going to take her out of town for a couple of days for her birthday. Rude. 
So she did that on purpose. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. Wanted to outshow the the Dybbuk box. Right. Right. Exactly. Because they they didn't know at that point. But no. Jesus, (sighs) Jesus, Mary, you're gonna feel bad in a second. So okay. (laughs) So a couple of days later, she comes to the shop. And he's like, hey, mom, look at this thing that I restored for you. I found it. And I thought you would really like a wine cabinet. And she's like, oh, that's cool. So he takes a work call to, like, and he walks out of the room and his mom where dies. she is. No. Damn. Um, I mean. Close, but no. Uh, she walks out of the room. Or he walks out of the room, excuse me. And within five minutes, he's he's been out of view for five minutes at the most. Okay. One of his employees comes running up to him and is like, get off the phone. Something's wrong with your mom. Ooh. She's on the floor. She's out. I don't know what happened. The fuck? So he runs back. They, it turns out that she had passed out and had a stroke. Ah. So when she wakes up, as what happens with some stroke victims, she can't speak. But they end up finding a, like, a little alphabet so she can point to, like, spell shit, right? Mm-hmm. So they ask her if she's okay, and the first thing that she spells out is N-O-G-I-F-T. No gift. And when he, Kevin's like, what what the fuck does that mean, so Mom? So don't are take you, the gift that I gave you. Are you okay? I don't understand. She gets really upset and tries to talk, but she can't. She can only make that, like, uncomfortable scream. Yeah. Um, she then spells out hate gift. You know? Okay. Mm-hmm. I have goosebumps. You're welcome. Does Kevin fucking finally hate get it? gift. Kevin's a fucking idiot. Oh my so, god. Of course Kevin's an idiot. So Classic Kevin's like, Kevin. okay, and then takes the cabinet away, gives it to his sister. His sister gives it back within two days <laughs> and says, it gives me a bad vibe and the doors won't stay closed. I don't like it. Oh. <sighs> Then he gives it to his brother and sister-in-law, <laughs> and they keep it for three days. Um, and his brother notes every single time he walks into the room where the cabinet is, he would get this overwhelming smell of jasmine, like very floral. And his wife would smell cat pee. <laughs> what is with the fucking cat pee? I don't know, bro. So they gave it back. So he's like, well, that's fucking stupid. Hey. And gives it to his girlfriend. This guy is a fucking idiot. So then, Dude, burn it. Jesus. So there's actually a reason. Ask me that in a minute about the burning. Uh, why they don't burn it. Okay. So at the end, if I don't remember. Okay. So after two days, his girlfriend is like, fucking sell this. I don't know. I don't want it in my house. Just sell it. And he's like, okay. So then he sells it uh, in the same day to a middle-aged couple. Uh, three days later, he comes into his business and it's sitting on the front, like in front of the business with a sign attached to it that says, this has a bad darkness. Bruh. Fucking Kevin, am I right? (laughs) (laughs) Am I right or am I right? Oh my God. Jesus. So, all right. So then Kevin's like, I'll just keep it. Yeah, he keep it. Right. (laughs) Finally. He can put it in his house. So he does. Um... Immediately after moving it into his home, he started having horrible reoccurring nightmares. Ooh. Let me read you an excerpt. No. I find myself walking with a friend, usually someone I know well and trust at some point in the dream. Uh, I find myself looking into the eyes of the person that I'm with. It's then that I realize that there's something different, something evil looking back at me. At that point in my dream, the person I am with changes into what can only be described as the most gruesome, demonic-looking hag that I have ever seen. This hag proceeds then to beat the living shit out of me. (laughs) I have awakened numerous times to find bruises and marks on myself where I'd been hit by the old woman during the previous night. Oh, fuck no. Yep. Mm -hmm. So she marking him the fuck up while he's asleep, Uh, dude. uh Uh-huh. Yeah. That's cool. So afterward, uh, he ended up having his sister and brother and then sister-in-law spend the night with him, (laughs) uh, like stay and just visit. Uh, So his sister slept in the room with the Dybbuk box and had the same nightmare that he had. Oh, so she got her ass beat by the hag. Right. So she comes out the next morning. They're all having breakfast. And she's like, hey, do you have like real bad nightmares when you're like, like, do you have you ever had really bad nightmares? And he goes, yeah. And she goes, let me tell you about my dream last night. And like describes it, and he goes, "Does Kevin You're fucking kidding does me? Does Kevin finally fucking get it? 
I don't think so. God! So, <sighs> Kevin, uh, you know, listens and is like, what the fuck? And then his brother and sister-in-law are there and they're like frozen in shock. And they're like, that happened when to us too we have that dream what's the common denominator right and then kevin puts it together and Finally. he goes oh god it's the box so then he calls his girlfriend and is like hey baby uh do you ever have like scared dreams and she's like yeah i do and like is describe it, the same fucking is it a hag to him you had the same dream and he was like do you remember like did that happen to be around the time that you had this wine cabinet and she goes how did you know <gasps> Because it's haunted. <laughs> he finally fucking figured it out. And took him Good just job, forever. Kevin. So after that conversation, Kevin started noticing strange shadows looming in his peripherals. Um, visitors would also ask questions about the weird shadow things. So it wasn't just him. It was like anybody that was in his house. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> so after, you know, soon after that, he was like, this is some bullshit. Uh, he put the cabinet in an outside storage unit overnight, right? And then dumped it in the fucking ocean? He woke up to the smoke alarm going off in that unit at 4.30 in the morning. Uh. Or, no, not 4.30 in the morning. But he woke up and ran outside, ran to see where the fire was, gets in there and gets hit in the face with that overwhelming stench of cat urine. And he's like, oh, there's, there's no fucking fire, dude. There's, there's gotta be a cat in that. In that box. God, that's the only explanation. Is there's just a mad cat. Um, that's why the doors never stay closed. Because the cat, cat gets out to piss in your shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> so being mad, he's like, fuck this. And goes back inside where the smell of cat urine is stronger in his house now than it was in out. Oh, look, the goosebumps are back. Yep. Did they ever I'm leave? crying. Did I'm crying. I'm crying. Oh, God. So freaking out, he was like, this is some bullshit. Went and, like, picked the box up, brought it in the house with him, and the smell's gone in both places, puts it down, and is like, this is fucking stupid, and goes to the good old Google machine to try and figure out what the fuck this is. Um, he falls asleep, internet searching, with the same fucking nightmare, wakes him up at 4.30. That's where 4.30 came in. Okay. Uh, he wakes up at 4.30 with someone breathing on his neck. And the goosebumps And back. he smells jasmine real strong. Oh. And then he kind of looks down his hallway and there's something fucking loping down the hallway. What the fuck do you mean loping down the hallway? <laughs> that's what the, the word. I'm like nervous laughing. That's that's the word he used was loping. Like not walking, not jogging, but like doing this fucking awkward lope thingy. <laughs> So, that's the end. Away from him? Away from him down the hallway. Like, away. That's a, so. that's a class 20. <laughs> Yeet yourself out the fucking window. <laughs> so, let me go back to why you don't burn the box. Um, it's assumed that if something like this, which was made to contain something demonic, which, fun fact, the word dibbik means to cling in Hebrew. Okay. Usually with a negative connotation, something evil, something demonic. Cool. So... If you were to burn this box, whatever's in it will not be contained to the space the box is in. It will be everywhere. So, that's why they haven't burned the box. Cool. So, that's the end of the eBay advertisement. (laughs) That was all on the eBay thing. So, at the very end of that advertisement, he includes pictures of the box itself, what was inside the box, and with a short little disclaimer that's, Hey, here's so you know what you're getting into when you buy it. This whole story. And then he goes into, you know, this is what's included. And also, you don't even have to pay me for it. I just want it out of my house. Come help. It literally it. says, help me, please. Yeah. So let's move on to what happens after the eBay advertisement, oh, shall we? it's not over. It's not over. It's not over. So, whew. so since then, we've learned that he actually sold it to a college student at Truman State University in Missouri named a Russian name that I'm going to butcher. Do it. Um, Join the club. Isof Nysky? Let's do first name. Okay. Because I can sort of say the first one. Let's do it. Um, So immediately after bringing the box to his house, he and his three roommates start experiencing all the lights in their apartment burning out, followed by all of them having mysterious health problems, which included their hair falling out in chunks while they were walking around. So their hair... Yeah, their hair falling out in chunks oh. just while they're walking around. It's not like when they're showering, it's just like, like chunks come out. I've had my um, hair fall out, and it does not fall out like that naturally. No, no, God, no, 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 no. So, 
as a result of that, they went to the doctor and were like, what the fuck? And they were like, oh, the doctor says nothing is wrong with you. Absolutely nothing. There's no reason your hair should come out. They started having bug infestations. Oh, that's a demon. Strange smells such as cat urine. That's the box. This this one I just read and got fucking chills. They would have loud scratching sounds on the walls in the middle of the night. You love those scratching sounds. I fucking sounds. hate it. <laughs> Every single time I hear scratching sounds, I'm just like, huh, nope. So, this college student contacted a gentleman named Jason Haxton, who is the director of the Museum of Osteopathic Medicine in Kirksville, Missouri. I don't know why I contacted him specifically. I was going to ask you um, that. I think it's, number one, he was just a part of a museum, and then number two, maybe this is like some sort of a medicine box or something. I don't know. It looks very obviously like a wine cabinet to me, so I'm not sure why they did, but okay. here we are. They were I- probably desperate. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I would be too. No hair, bug infestation, cat urine, like, I'm done. Scratches on the wall. Do it. Leave that one out, you dick. <laughs> I know you did. Asshole. Um, so Haxton actually studied this box specifically very well. He ended up writing a book called The Dibbit, Dibbit Box, and he claimed that soon after he received the box, he developed health problems as well, including hives, head-to-toe welts, and coughing up blood. So was the was oh god was the term dibic like passed from owner to owner? Like did Kevin tell the boys like this is a dibic? Like I was no. told this is. A, so how did he know it was a dibic box? You're gonna learn here in a minute. Okay. So right now, uh, throughout this entire section of story and history, um, the granddaughter has called it a dibic box, and then that's the only time. That Kevin heard it, and Kevin hasn't been like, oh, it's a dipic box. He's just been, here's this haunted wine cabinet. Okay, okay. So, um, Hext, Haxton is the guy's name. Haxton ends up putting the wine cabinet in storage while he's trying to deal with his health problems. Every single night it was in storage, the fire alarm went off at the same time every night. Motherfucker. Uh-huh. Because you can't ignore it, right? Uh after he brought it back into his home, that's he when would... you just rip the fucking fire alarm out. I'm done. It's fine if it burns down. Right. Let it fucking go. <laughs> After bringing it back into his house, he would see shadows around him every night. And in trying to research and rediscover the history of the box and why the fuck it's so haunted, he found Kevin and the original eBay ad. So Haxton contacted Kevin to help him research the history and discover what's going on with the box. So Kevin went back to the granddaughter to ask her more questions. um, And with the threat of the box returning out of the way, she was willing to talk to him. (laughs) So she ended up telling him that her grandmother got the box from her cousin, Sophie, which is different than the original story that she told. Because Sophie was in Poland, too. Okay. Not in Spain. Okay. So Sophie was currently still alive when this was written. When he wrote his book. Okay. So Kevin got a hold of her and she ended up telling him that during the time between World War One and World War Two, seances were really popular and she and her cousin Hivalia played with a Ouija board. Oh, fuck. Uh-huh. No, no, nope. no, 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 no. Reason number 873. I don't, don't want to fuck with those. fucking play with a Ouija board. <laughs> so Sophie believed that the two of them had only attracted evil which was already in overdrive because of the buildup to the impending war. Mm. Some dark shit started happening. She didn't go into detail with what it was. Um, but them not having any kind of experience with how to do anything, like what they were trying to do, they attempted to get rid of it. The, the demon shit the, the demon in their shit house. That was following them because of the fucking... We- don't play with Ouija board, kids. Can't, if you can't them confirm. In, don't do that. You can't get them out. Don't fucking do that. So... They tried to get rid of it and ended up just just pissing it off. <gasps> Ironically enough, the night that they decided to do that was November 10th, 1938, which was Kristallnacht. Okay. The night of the broken glass. Okay. Which was the night that the Nazis went in and ransacked over 10,000 Jewish businesses and homes. Oh. Okay. When That's Sophie No, god no. I'm going to cry. This makes this makes me so upset every time I read it or hear it or see it. Sophie started crying while telling Kevin this story mm-hmm. of what happened um, and started to apologize. And Kevin's like, ma'am, why are you sorry? I don't understand. And she goes, 
because we failed to get it in the box, I think we're the ones that started the war. It's not her fault. She was 103 and had literally thought that for so many years. Oh like, my she's passed God. away now, but like... She died thinking that. She did, and that's so sad, because it's not her fault. It was fucking Adolf Hitler. Like, not her. Right. Hmm. Okay. Oh so, my God. The second time they tried to banish the demon, they ended up getting it trapped within that wine cabinet and called it a Dybbuk box. Did they... Did she explain how they went about doing that? No. Damn. She did not. Okay. Just that they had got it stuck within that box. And that's why they could never open it. Well, Kevin opened it. Because Kevin's a fucking idiot. Um, which is also crazy to think about, because if that stuff was all happening before he opened it, it just got worse after he opened it. Right. Like, uh, Sophie, not Sophie, excuse me, Hivalia had to live with that in her house the whole time she was alive. That should have been like a week on, week like, that should have been like, I'm shipping it like to you, Sophie. Back and forth. Yeah, like, you deal with this shit too. Seriously. But here we are. Oh, God. Um, so Haxton, once he learned all that information from Kevin, after Kevin talked to Sophie, he took the box to a medium. <laughs> and the medium immediately knew something was fucking wrong with that box as soon as he walked in the door. She's like, I don't like that. That's bad. I, mm-mm. She touched it and immediately got a sharp stabbing pain in her ribs, hand, and her head. And then she got a very severe nosebleed. Ooh. After that, he ended up taking the box to a bunch of rabbis and told them a story. And were like, hey, can you purify this? Take care of it. Don't tell me what you do with it. So the rabbis, he saw, wrapped it in gold and wood Dope. to replicate the Ark of the Covenant. Okay. And, you know, the thing that held the Ten Commandments. Yes. Okay. Um, and then hid it away. But apparently... The fire alarms went off. <laughs> everywhere. Uh, apparently this purification worked because Paxton recovered the Dybbuk box and actually donated it to Zach Bagan's Haunted Museum, which is where it sits now. So it doesn't do that shit anymore. Apparently not. Although Zach recently opened it, so I don't know. I don't know if the rabbis completely cleansed it or what. But I also have to point out, um, as a result of the sale of the Dybbuk box and other such items, eBay now has a clause and a disclaimer for haunted objects, (laughs) which reads... (laughs) eBay does not permit the sale of spells, magic, or haunted slash paranormal objects, but this item is being listed as a insert mundane object description here only. You must be 21 years of age to bid on and purchase this item for entertainment purposes only. So. Epic. Yeah. So that's that's, that's that, their uh, workaround for haunted shit. That's funny that we had two yeah. episodes talking about haunted shit on eBay. Yeah, I didn't expect that. We keep doing that. Like, I think the guy... That I talked about. Anthony, he wrote yeah. a book about haunted eBay items. Probably. I get behind that. Yeah. We need to find more haunted objects. We do. Because there's not a huge list no. of haunted objects. Like, the Dybbuk box is one of the, like, biggest well-known mm-hmm. haunted thingies. So, I don't know. And then there's all the fucking dolls. Yeah. Was that the end of the story? Yes. That's the end. Okay. And also, I was right that it was John Wayne Gacy. Did was, you... was Pogo the Killer Clown. Uh, oh. Did you Google it? No, I just remembered it because I always get him and Ed Gein confused. Oh. And Gein is the one that, like, inspired Leatherface. Oh. oh. Yeah. Yeah. Two completely different people, but they both have G last names and I get them confused. Mm. But I'm glad you were able to brain that while you were in the middle of telling your story. Yeah. Here we are. <laughs> Great brain. Thanks. Cool. Thanks. So, uh, I hope I hope y'all like this episode because... Jesus, a lot went into it, and I'm still a little, a little spooked. I'm probably going to have to eat some ice cream and cry to prepare for next week. <laughs> at, least, at least you're done with the Dybbuk box. I'm not Ooh. done with Harold at all. I mean, that's true. Unless some new information comes out on the Dybbuk box, and then I'll have to do a, like, hey, Update. let's learn some new stuff. Let's let's figure out what Zachary Bailbites did mm-hmm. with the box that he probably shouldn't have. Yeah, because I know he opened it, because I saw something uh, online when I was researching, but I was like, oh no, I don't want to ruin my Zachary Bagel Bites episodes. Yeah, because you want to watch so that series that he I put do. out with the haunted items. Yes, because I've, I've watched the like haunted stuff that he has out on Hulu, um, but I haven't seen his like quarantine episode where they just quarantine, like series, I guess, quarantine series, where they just quarantine inside the museum for a while. <laughs> and I really want to watch that because I feel like that's when he probably opened the box. Probably. 
Because that's the stuff he do. Because that's what he does. Yeah. Ooh, it's haunted. Let's touch it. He got his eyes fucked up for it. Bless him. He's doing doing the Lord's work for the rest of us. He's doing something. (laughs) 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 Ah, I enjoy him, though. Uh, I enjoy his stuff. Episode six. Jesus, it's already that many? That's... Dab. uh, Dab. That's two more than four. (laughs) (laughs) That's three more than three? Oh, you're right. It's four more than two. (laughs) It's one more than five? What? No. Oh, my goodness. Well. So if you want any more shenanigans. Always. Tune into our website at www.hauntheribarelyknowher.com. Or you can find us on Twitter at our acronym, which I always screw up. (laughs) H-H-I-B-K-H podcast. And... Our and in- our Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, Which is one. the same handle. Yes. Because I've made that simple for us. Thanks. No problems. Because apparently Haunt Her, I Barely Know Her is too long. It's it's very long. It's very long. Too long. It's yeah. it's more than 25 characters. Whee! Whatever, Twitter. <laughs> so yeah, find us there uh, for more fun things that we post. Any information that we're putting out is going to be on there. Um, and if you want to keep supporting us spooky bitches, check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash haunt her. I barely know her. Yeah. And until next time, drink your water, eat your food. Stay spooky. And stay, don't stay spooky. No, stay spooky. Oh, God. Give me all the spooks. Haunt her. I barely know her. Haunt her.